0: Hey everybody, welcome to Pod Gods episode uh,
1: 191, and this, I need to change this because this is the 15th of March now.
0: We're still doing this. Uh, we're late because a bunch of bad stuff happened to me over the past two weeks. Probably not even allowed to talk about it because somebody will just pose me on a message board and get me fired.
1: Uh, yeah, can you really get fired for a job you're not being paid to do?
0: Can you really have your life's work stolen from you by a person that does nothing and brings
1: nothing to the world and just takes? I don't know. Uh, there's been a lot of TV. I've watched House of Cards, which is not worth watching. Okay. I try. i watched the pilot of season
0: one of the Netflix version. Then I got to like the episode four or five. And then I watched the season two premiere. Cause they're like, they can't believe oh, the what first,
1: happens. The first two are good. The first two seasons of House of Cards are good. Uh, second or the three and four, not so much.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. There's, there's, so, there's only so much time, man. I'm, I'm, I, keep, I keep running up against it. It's like there's all these things I want to do. It's like, I, I look, I'm like, I never saw uh, fucking Up. I never saw all these Pixar movies people love so much. It's like, maybe I should go back and watch every Pixar movie, the ones I haven't seen. And it's like, I'm, you know, I never saw The Incredibles. Uh, oh,
1: Incredibles all, is one of the best uh, comic book movies ever made.
0: Yeah, it's basically a Fantastic Four. It's from what I understand. I, ha- I have it here. I just have, I don't have time to watch. I don't have time. I don't have time to do anything. Uh, so to me, it's, it, it's a time thing.
1: If you watch Flaked, you can find out that uh, Will Arnett really fucking hates Amy Poehler, and she's a complete, utter uh, bitch monster. Why? Uh, she's kind of standing. They've got uh, Heather Graham, I think, standing in as Amy Poehler as his ex-wife. Uh-huh. And he does not have very... Th- there are no fond thoughts left for, I think, Amy Poehler in his heart. And oh, God, if you want to watch that, you can either watch that show or hit yourself in the head. Flaked is uh, bad? Yes, I would say hitting yourself in the head is better than So, what, what is you. this?
0: It's like a Will Arnett series?
1: It's a Will Arnett Netflix series where he's a loser rehab, a re, loser 12 stepper former actor living in Venice Beach with all the weirdos in Venice Beach. Uh, yes.
0: Somebody told me to watch it. I think my buddy Clarence told me to watch it. It's horrible.
1: It's horrible, horrible, horrible. Right. But Venture Brothers watch. is particularly good.
0: I've had a couple of them on Doc. Yeah, somebody sent me a screen grab. There's a guy that looks like Adam Carolla. I think it's in Venture Brothers. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't was Venture. Maybe it was uh, an other show I fucking don't watch. That everybody loves the one, Archer. But no, I think, it was, I think it was Venture Bros. I don't know. There's Venture a guy Brothers like is the Adam. only
1: one that's being currently uh, airing. Yeah, down, it's, like, so. it's
0: a guy that looks like Adam, and it's in the 1980s, like in some nightclub. Let me pull it up right here. I have it right here. It's uh, uh,
1: like the Indian mummy guy?
0: No, it's, he works for Mame, and he has claws on his hands. And he's got an Adam Crow like Five O'Clock Shadow, Jufro. He's wearing glasses, and he's got a red and black striped shirt that says Mame on it. Okay, I didn't view that as being an Adam. Somebody did. They sent it to me, so I'll send it to you right now. Hold on. Look at but,
1: um, yeah, Avenger Brothers is particularly good. All right.
0: It's on the sixth season after, you know, this, that show's been on the air basically since I started with my day job at the Dildo Factory. It's such a weird thing of how like, they take their time with that show. I kind of yes. appreciate that. But it somewhere- is written
1: so well.
0: Somewhere around season three or four, I dropped off because it didn't make sense anymore to me, so maybe I lost something. But the original conceit, they never fully explored that. The idea of doing Johnny Quest and riffing on all this stuff, and uh, it's so great, and race Spanning, and all these great ideas, they just never fully... Like I it, it felt like they did that for an episode, half an episode. Oh,
1: it just keeps getting better and better and better, I think. It gets
0: weirder and weirder and weirder, and Dr. Girlfriend, and all that shit. Oh, fuck.
1: Yes, but uh, the inter... The, each. Each season is really good. Um, they in the, the, the plot that they weave, this plot threads that they weave through are really good. I've been watching each episode about three or four times. Wow. Um, I have a new job.
0: Oh, how's it going?
1: Because I kind of got f- fired from the old one because the new boss technically came in and realized that... One, I was probably being... I'm still being... <sighs> Here's the thing. I'm still being paid more than he is. Wow. But I'm not there. So if, if I had two jobs there, I now kind of have one job there. But I'm still going to the same meetings working somewhere else. So I'm getting paid by two people to go to the same meeting. Wow. Which seems really good. But my commute has gone from total of, say, five minutes to almost two hours. Wow. Hour and a half, at least.
0: All
1: right. Which is a giant pain in the ass. And I'm working with horrible people, but they wanted to hire me, so... I don't know, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> i now moved to a different level of scum-sucking uh, government that's employing me. Yesterday, unelected, of course. Another unelected, scum-sucking form of government.
0: Nice. Yes, yesterday I had a woman on the phone that was helping... And in the background, she heard a dog outside the window and the kids playing in the pool because I'm right next to the pool in this shitty unit I want to be in. And then she goes, is that a dog in the background? And I said, yeah, yeah, it's um, outside my neighbors. They're inconsiderate. She goes, you shouldn't be allowed to work for this company. I said, excuse me? And she goes, you shouldn't be allowed to work from home. That's disgusting. I was like, what? And then she goes, yeah. So uh, she keeps keeps, uh, basically telling me she's going to tell on me for working from home. There's noise outside. I've heard people beat their fucking kids on the phone. I can't control the noise outside when I have to work. Uh, You don't have to own a home to work from home. That's not even possible with the salaries they pay us, uh, especially when they edit your hours and steal your money. So it was this really insulting, horrible experience, and I'm going to get in trouble and tattled on for a neighbor's dog for an apartment I don't want to live in because my apartment was burned down two days before Christmas. And I've just been thinking about suicide. I've been looking up suicide. Well, what you you should have
1: said is that's the convicts convicts training uh, guide dogs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't I didn't. get mean or anything, because it's all recorded. No, just
1: imply she that you're a prisoner, and you know her address, and you'll come and rape and kill her. Yeah, that that'll be get
0: worse. Just, she'll say that I threatened her. You notice the people are so fucking crazy and demanding. The idea that anyone would critique me at my day job when every other phone call is people begging me for a direct line and how great I am. Like, you should forgive any noise in the background for the honor of speaking to me when you have to speak to my coworkers, and that's just a fact. In comparison, you're talking to people who can't help you versus somebody who knows how everything works. And that's from millionaires who've uh, flown more dildos than there are dildos on the planet. For And they've told me I'm the best person they spoke to in 30, 40 years. So say what you will. So I have a horrible job.
1: I An interesting enough job for horrible people. I
0: have a horrible job, and I have a bunch of horrible free jobs. and they took them away from me. And was The funniest part of last week, there was it was horrible and brutal, but the 10% I relished was the fact that the whole reason they did this was because of the piracy. They found out about the piracy and people were stealing and they found out how popular the show is and they, instead of paying me, which was the whole reason I contacted them, they decided they are going to take it all away from me because of the piracy. This is exactly what I told everybody would happen online. This happened before. This happened with Club Loveline. It's, 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 they don't get it. And we were supposed to get all these files 10 years ago, but because people had to have the Loveline archive and they had to be, I'm in charge, how dare you? And then the, This guy wrote to me on Facebook, and he goes, what would you take the feed down for? And then I was like, I didn't take the feed down. It was pirated, and now they put it behind a paywall. He's like, what do you expect? People not to steal and pirate the show once you release it for free? Is that what you expect? And then he writes me back 30 seconds later, answer me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, people seem to don't understand that email is maybe a two-day response.
0: This was Facebook. It's not even a guy I was friends with. Oh, Facebook. He was just a person I wasn't even friends with. I accepted his message request because he was asking me about the show. I was like, I really don't know what's going on, man. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you informed as much as I know. And then the motherfucker answered me like he got so fucking like I I
1: don't don't understand people getting so het up over a podcast either. Especially
0: something I do for fucking free. The idea that anyone would speak to me with that. Like, you don't have to be nice to me. You don't have to do anything. The idea you come after me and abuse me. When I gave up my life so you could have a life and listen to this show. So while you go get married and have kids and have a nice job and buy a house, I'm going to die of stomach cancer or something. And i am literally, every night I've just been looking up, every I go to bed, just Reddit, suicide threads. Anything I can find that just uh, either talk me out of it or help me find a way to do it. I just sent you a picture of what the guy wrote to me. He's a
1: fucking psychopath. I, I, yeah, but Skype has a giant pain in the ass. Let me try to find it.
0: It's, just, it's been hell, and then basically I found out these people I did all these things for don't even care if I live or die. And
1: people i made thousands, hundreds of thousands. Well, first of dollars off, for. just fuck that guy from his well, uh, whatever his avatar
0: picture is. So uh, just fuck him. I guess, but it was, it, was, it was really upsetting. And then he was sent some podcast listener wrote in too, and he goes, "He wanted to know, hey, the last fifteen episodes are up now. Is that a mistake or did my, my phone die?" It's like I can't write this guy back because it'll be rude. Even if I'm not being rude, if I'm just polite and I'm just the facts, then I'll feel bad. Then I'll write him back, and then he'll say the second email's rude. I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. So on this show, if you listen to the show, clearly, uh, yeah, fifteen episodes are up now. The rest are behind a paywall. I get zero dollars. I don't go on message boards. I don't slag podcast one. If you listen to the show, no, I, yell at I last do dude. because
1: they're uh, not worthy. Of- any good words yeah well
0: I, I, that's your opinion i'm not in charge of that and i can't I'm, just, I'm sick of people going well you talk to that lax dude guy that this happened with people at a certain show and network they and can decided, talk
1: to me yeah, you they, can give them my email address and i'll I, they can talk to me
0: not not that not podcast one i'm saying some other people who decide I don't they don't care. like you and they warn me they go you better disconnect with him or you won't be involved with us and it's like
1: okay all right you can feel yeah. free to point them in my direction. Just make sure it's my lax dude email. Address. How am I supposed to live? Like, I basically have a code of
0: conduct for people that don't pay me. So I'm not, and I don't even do anything. But then they, behind the scenes, they tell certain people, even Adam, that I'm on message boards saying bad things about them. And he says I'm wildly unemployable. Okay. All right. All yep. right. So when I, when I do when I do fucking die nobody's even going to know about. it. You won't even know, dude. So it's, it's kind of this weird thing. I asked my buddy Clarence and I'm like, "How bummed out are you going to be if I if I die, Van?" She's like, "Kind of bummed." So I was like, "All right, that's just kind of bummed. That's my best friend, the planet guy I've known the longest. I can I could probably do this and it'd be okay."
1: Well, I would be very angry at you if you kill yourself. I don't know, I'll keep that in mind. Very angry. Uh and I won't have a church to rage against like my other friend who killed himself.
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of people. There's a list of people. As indirect as a church is or a religion, you'll actually have a laundry list of people who completely wronged me that you're fully aware of that did really mean things to me after I made them lots of money. And we're not talking about Adam at all. He's the greatest boss, nicest guy I've ever worked for. He's a wonderful human being.
1: Uh, so I think when I started writing this, I had almost 10 gigs of podcast on my phone.
0: I've gone up from 1.8 to 2.7. Let me see. I'm now, up now. To down to 2.4. I am running Android N Preview Beta, which they say is not meant for daily phone use. And what I say to that is fuck you, I'm going to use the most advanced thing. There have been some issues. HBO Go doesn't work. I don't have HBO, but the app doesn't work at all. Um, and then also, uh, what else doesn't work? Oh, the calls didn't work when Anderson was trying to call me, and basically he's yeah, the one. Yeah, that's why
1: you don't update your phone to I beta well, software. That's, that's what I said.
0: They said this is for if you're uh, making apps or developing. And I'm not, and maybe I never will, but I don't know. I just wanted to see how it works. It's way faster, super fast. It would be nice to
1: have your phone actually, you know, work as a fucking phone.
0: It does now, but the battery life, I'm blaming Project Fi, but the battery life is now about tripled. And uh, you can have dual screens. You can have two windows open at the same time. You can reply a text from the home screen right from the top bar without actually having to go into a text field. They've made some really slick user interface improvements that I'm really happy with. And, and Pod, my favorite app, already uh, updated itself
1: like a year ago for these oncoming changes. So it, it's the smoothest And then it will app. be 10 years before you can actually buy a phone that it's released on.
0: Uh, no, it's coming out in about six months, eight months, or something.
1: Yes, and it will be ten years until a phone actually comes out with it. Maybe and it, twelve years until a phone might actually possibly be updated to run it.
0: It's going to be called Nutella's, based on the hints is what everybody's saying. Uh, because the guy in charge, I don't know who it is, he said, "I'm uh, not telling you."
1: Only if Nutella pays
0: them. Maybe, but he said, "I'm not telling you with a nut." But I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it's, oh, Anderson is the reason why Classic Love Lines back. He had to explain to everybody in charge that they don't have the tapes. That I actually possess them. That they're not their possessions. The tapes are actually belong to the little kids who recorded them. Who actually the they media. they
1: own the the intellectual property. You own them physically.
0: Yeah, but me and Anderson went through all this because there's a whole bunch of other weird legalities with these being recorded off of affiliates and then also by these kids and then like who would claim ownership? So we had to go through like all the risks on this kind but of stuff. No
1: one claims ownership other than the, ori- the original content. Uh, th- no one would can claim rights off the subsequent works. It would just be the original copyright of Westwood One. Or That's if West I Wood transfer one. them,
0: though. So until
1: they're transferred,
0: they're just this physical item. And the physical item themselves, I cannot be ordered to give to anybody.
1: No. Uh, just like there is the person that owns the archive footage of Super Bowl I mm-hmm. uh, that the NFL refuses to pay for, and he can't do anything with it. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not even certain doing that, he so. could sell it, though.
0: Yeah, they'd probably sue him. They'd find well, out. Well, they've they
1: said he's not allowed to sell it, and I'm sorry, he owns it. He can sell it. Actually, yeah, he's he the d- physical property, He's not selling the, f- the content f- on it. No, he could physically sell the tape of which that is on. I got,
0: I got that because he's, he's selling a physical item. You're not necessarily. But selling they're the saying on he's
1: it. not allowed to. And he should be able to sell it for whatever he fucking wants.
0: Yeah, but you're not allowed to have rights anymore.
1: (laughs) No, on that, you actually should. But, yeah. So, yeah, there's no... um, Technically, the work you do to it, they really should be paying you. Because since they're not paying you, that means you're not their employee.
0: But I have a code of conduct, apparently, and then people are posing. No, what you voice. don't
1: understand is if you were doing it, on, if it was work product for your paid work for Westwood, for, sorry, Podcast One, they would then own it. Huh. Because you would technically be, you would be under contract. That contract would probably say that any work product you do on their behalf is owned by them. They don't own my intros. Um, No, because they don't pay you. If they but pay they sell you,
0: my intros, so there's a, if they're they putting pay, themselves... If,
1: so problem. you could potentially that you could make an argument that, and it's a bullshit copyright argument. But that the work you are doing is a transform is almost transformative work. It is where, transforming th- from
0: analog to digital. No, it's 100%. That, that
1: no, that's trans. That's a that's not a that's a derivative. No, that's actually it's well. Your transfer—that's a transfer. You're not, but the the editing work, the cleaning, the editing, and the the, the post processing, mm-hmm. that could potentially mean that you have now created a new work which has a new copyright, which since you're not employed by them, you own. I do
0: mix up the channels, so I do clean up the channels, separate the channels, duplicate channels. I do a lot of that stuff. So it's now, not actually technically the same. I do way consider form. that
1: a bullshit argument. So do I. And, I, don't, I don't want
0: anything. I didn't, but you know. no,
1: because there are people that if you say you're a photographer, you go in and you take a picture of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Do you own the copy? You technically own the copyright of that photo, but you don't own the copyright of the original work, which has expired.
0: Gotcha. So, so take a picture of the photo and the frame and the wall behind it
1: no, just of the photo, so just right. a full so
0: that's kind that, of douchey yes, but that that's like that's the, like that's to me, that's a little piracy because that's' well, the, very no, similar the, the to the law is a movie. douchey.
1: And the yeah. copyright law is potentially douchey. Well, it's like so filming the- a
0: movie, and if you sell that fucking video camera footage, that's considered piracy all of a sudden. But it's very similar. It's a moving frame of a f- moving frame versus still frame of a still frame.
1: There, is, there would be an argument that what you have done is created a new copyrighted work, which since you're not an employee of Podcast One, they don't own, you do.
0: And what also is interesting about that? You could say the same thing about the guy at the video camera in the theater. Because what if that's like an avant-garde art piece, where it's his experience through his eyes in the theater, and like he's—that's already transformative. You're not really getting a direct one-to-one copy. You're getting this different version recorded from a POV from a different perspective. It's, yeah, that's
1: uh, a yeah, that's a bit harder to make though.
0: I know it's just interesting. But it falls in that same the realm. the example
1: I'm giving you is actually because and a lot of douchey museums do it. Um, most, but yeah, so there's an, I don't happen to subscribe to that view of the law, but yeah, I, don't either. I never do. even
0: want to get paid. It's other people's idea to get me paid. I mean, I do want to get paid, but I never tried to. So I didn't, I didn't do any of this. So I, I don't even give a shit anymore. I, I just, I, this, the funniest part is I accepted terms. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm never going to get to do what I want to do. So I'm just going to keep my job as best I can.
1: And I think um, you should value, value yourself and demand you actually get paid something. Well, even when somebody you're else. you worth even that.
0: Even when the person in charge who's on the show who doesn't get paid for it demands I get paid, they say no. So if that person
1: can't get well, paid for it. Except he's paid to do it as part of his other job. No, no, I'm
0: talking about a certain host uh, who is in charge of that person, who can make that person do whatever he tells him to do, or he can go to the highway. Uh, so that person can't get paid. So if that can't happen, it's just not going to happen. And they're not even getting paid. And then in the mail, I got Angie's collection of the ACS. It's about 45 CDs. Uh, the top five have been scratched and ruined completely, the bottom two ruined. Uh, I got some files off them, but they're pretty spotty. The middle ones are okay, but it's just a mixture of 2006, 2007, 2008. But instead of recording them as data files, they're raw files onto the CD. So every that's three CDs for one show. God, people are just fucking idiots. DVD media was not that expensive then. You could have done DVDs for an entire year. One DVD would have held probably close to, well, not a whole year, maybe like five DVDs for a year.
1: Yeah, okay, well people are stupid and then radio stations that were it, because it was stupid radio stations that all they could do but was nobody fucking cares. audio transcriptions all
0: these people work for adam now who work at the radio station and nobody preserved the cds this was the, this was their duty they were the ones paid to no work it on the wasn't show.
1: because that content review with once once you once they had anderson or whoever cut up a best of package Chubby. uh no i'm thinking well i'm Thinking of the uh, line days. No, no. Anderson um, told that, me I'm a Loveline. They that the content
0: was viewed to be worthless. No, it wasn't. Loveline, they were keeping the archives, and they lied to everybody intentionally because of after Anne gave away the tape to the cops, they just decided we're just going to tell We're going to lie all the time. And then they lied to Adam and Drew, who then lied to the audience. So Adam and Drew didn't even know. So that was a legal part of their contract was there was no recordings and no archive to be sold later, and they didn't factor that into their contract work, but they were secretly keeping archives on the end of Tom Lycus tapes intentionally to... Manipulate and be duplicitous with the full intention no, when they release it's a legal
1: requirement of the FCC that they record everything for, and keep, retain it for a certain amount of time.
0: They lied and said that even the end of the bumper of the Love Line shows, if you, we don't have recordings, so
1: we hope you kept a copy. If you want a transcription, well, they don't that, exist. Yeah, that's not, a, that's not a legal statement they're making they're I just saying that
0: but they they were their stance was they don't keep anything so if the cops at FCC came they'd have it so their stance was officially delight people
1: well no the kept. FCC requires that you that broadcasters keep they a also copy. require
0: you don't play other radio stations on your radio station in the middle of a radio show which they
1: never technically got caught doing yeah, they
0: never got caught at the time people swore or anything else, the murders. or anything, There's a lot of stuff they didn't get caught for. I don't, I don't think the FCC was paying attention. People were spending all that money that they get for nothing. Well, they were paying
1: attention in Canada where people were making human rights complaint about joking about the Holocaust and, oh, oh baby, gas those Jews.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, uh,
1: Canada and Hawaii. I don't know what to tell you, man. And then kept replaying it and replaying it and replaying it. And Anderson was going, we're going to get in trouble in Canada for this again, you know. Yeah. Yes,
0: Anderson has it's it's, I, it's such a weird thing with the paradigm when you actually see how everything works and what the burden that was on Anderson for all that stuff. He's like, yeah, when people swear on the radio, you're supposed to hide it and just like pass it by, and then they'd always stop me and ask me, "Did you get that? Did you get that?" It's like, come, what it was it'd be like it'd be like if you got away with a crime, and then somebody was like, "Hey, did you those That's because Doctor
1: Drew does bad radio."
0: I know, I know. It's it's, it's funny to hear the pains of Anderson, and uh, it, it's it's also funny that he's the only person that cares about me. <laughs>
1: and he's a loser who lives in Venice. Hey, he he's not, listen to
0: Flaked. He's not a loser. He's uh, he's in, he's a he's a good person.
1: Uh so I have dropped some podcasts. Okay. Uh Monday morning podcast. Uh I think I'm del- about to drop it too. It's really bad. I deleted a whole bunch of episodes. I just can't bring myself to listen to it because it's it is hard assumes. to listen to. Heck cones blah 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 And sports, especially blah, blah. when you went to the Thursday show, which initially yeah. I thought would have been great, but no. It uh I should. No one should ever listen to what I say about podcasts because whenever they do what I think they should do, it ends up working about badly.
0: Yeah, I'm about to drop fighting the kid. I'm, I'm fighting it. I don't know. It's, it doesn't. It's not working for me anymore. They're such fucking twats.
1: I've also dropped dropped rocket. Uh, it was three rather annoying people who happen to be women talking about tech. Uh, they don't really understand tech because I think. There, oh, One of them is a game developer, one of them makes videos, and one of them is a very bad tech reporter.
0: Hey, man, I know about tech, because I said so.
1: Tech, tech, tech. So I finally had to admit it that I just can't listen to them just because they're women. Um, it's just a shitty show. No. So I've dropped that. I'm probably going to be dropping Lazy Doctor Who and Cato Daily just because I just can't bring myself to listen to them. They're just building up. No. Uh, any drops from you? Um, nothing
0: yet. I have just they're all pending. I have a couple ads, but I haven't listened to yet. Uh, phone booth fighting, which is Frank Mary's He's one of my all-time favorite UFC fighters. He hosts basically a clone of Fighter and the Kid. He uh, has a whole episode about making a murder. I have on deck. I want to listen to, and then one of his reactions to a UFC event, but it's already passed. I might skip that one. But uh, let's see if there's anything else I have. Oh, I added. Uh, Here's the thing with Alec Baldwin back again. I think I talked oh, a couple weeks ago. I can't stand him. The, the, I think I talked on the show. There was a Making a Murder episode with the, the creators, which was good.
1: Who think was he's a, guilty?
0: Yeah, and it's so funny. I wrote to Adam. I go, hey, you should have Alec Baldwin on Reasonable Doubt to talk about Making a Murder. He's such a huge fan of it. And then uh, three days later, he's booked on the ACS to promote something else for a phoner. And I specifically said, he's been on the ACS for a phoner so many times, it's not that impressive anymore. But what about getting him on Reasonable Doubt? How big would that be for a phoner? And then they book him for the ACS. So it's like, oh, and they don't credit me. Oh, So they just randomly thought of having Alec Baldwin on the exact time I t- wrote to Adam prior. Okay.
1: That's like, and of course, have they had on um, Dexter Holland for his, the new hot sauce that he's launched? Well, no. there's been, I've been told that
0: a certain person who hates me also hates the past workers I've been told in the past and does not, they book, you know, there's, there's a certain guest that are never going to be on the ACS because they're on Loveline.
1: And they don't well, want to book them. There are enough reasons to not have Dexter Holland on, but at least then you get a free box of sauce. Well, they already get the free sauce. Well, okay, well, he should uh, be smart enough and not do that then. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. The Bugle has released a new episode. They're going to try to be doing it monthly again. So now that John Oliver is Mr. Famous HBO guy, he's going to try to at least go back to his podcast once a month. And it's Max Fundraising Week. So lots of shitty shows. They accidentally put the uh, donors-only Judge John Hodgman out on their main feed last night. So I listened to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they keep sending me the thing every year. I don't know if that's out of kindness because Jesse's a good person; and he doesn't hate me, or if it's just out of laziness and they don't uh, delete and away from the rules when they stop donating.
1: Well, they've put since they've put a password in it. I would assume they're trying to stop um, people just going to the same website and getting a new URL. It's weird
0: that they still send me the emails. I haven't donated in two years.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: uh, I, I haven't even bothered to listen to the content, not because I feel like it's wrong. I would just go listen to it if I wanted to. I just, I've just stopped everything on Max Fun. They, they alienated me as a listener when they went so hardcore political and such an agenda where you can't even just be a free thinker anymore on that network. And then, of course, the uh, Stop Podcast itself, well, guys. Ev-
1: everything seems to be um, hosted by one of those fucking brothers.
0: Yeah, I know. And the Stop Podcast guys. Or
1: someone they're married to and fucking. Oh, God. Um, God, what are they? The, I want to say Macklemore McElroy's. Every every other podcast seems to be them.
0: My brother, my brother, and me.
1: Yeah, um, have you ever been I'll...
0: curious about all timey medical fetishes? I'm McElroy.
1: I'm Justin McElroy. To follow me, or there's there one about them being bunker buddies, where they're fake survivalists. Or there's one about old-timey medical medical things. There. I, don't I don't like don't you know.
0: that much where I want to listen to you on 50 fucking shows. I don't like myself that much I want to do 50 shows. I, I don't understand why anyone would want to do that. Or make no, and
1: being it. that I am married to a medical doctor, I can't imagine that she would ever have enough time to be on a podcast. Sawbones. And so they managed to do that. So they have lots of shitty content coming out.
0: I was going to say something shitty about somebody on one of those things. What was I going to say? Oh, I
1: think I only listen, I listened to Judge John Hodgman, and technically the flop House is on that network. All right. Well, news uh, Miss Movies, Six Degrees of Feature Film is up to episode 20.
0: Uh, she needs to tit- re- do the title because it's all lowercase and it looks like it's an amateur production. It should be capital S, capital D. Capital F, capital F. Even though that's not proper grammar, when you're looking at iTunes, if you see something that looks lowercase or run together, you think laziness and I don't want to listen, at least for me. That's the same thing with that guy is. has a Cheers podcast that's now a bunch of different podcasts with the same feed. He's basically doing a, a death squad inside of his Cheers podcast. it's oh, a good way to fuck, up th-
1: fuck things up. People love it. Jeff Tate or whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's all over yeah, iTunes. It's kind of like Mike, Mike Schmidt fucking up his feed. So it shows up twice and none of them work. Way to go. I didn't notice that. I'll have to go check um the cinematics is up to week
0: 10 it's already like a really fluid show that's anderson's new thing it's pretty solid i got a bunch of also rans. i get to my top uh, 10 i have a top 10 this week do you have top 10 i've
1: got shows that i've got f- i know i just did to five all right uh i've got shows that pissed me off all right what uh, so pissed you off shows breaking formats uh just doesn't really make me happy so the political guest on eureka and uh, the musical guest only talking on TV guidance counselor—it's never enough to make me want to drop the show, but I just don't like them.
0: Yeah, no, the weakest episode of TV guidance counselor when they break format with a musical guest, when they break format with other guests, and they just talk about everything because, like, they, I think they did it with uh, the guy from uh, House of Pain.
1: Yes. Did you like that uh, episode? N- kind of the Urban Explorer. I loved it. Um, there was the um, oh, the one Danny of the Boy. the prince. Women.
0: Yeah, that wasn't my favorite thing. See, like he's got such a fucking strong format. I don't even want to criticize it at all because he likes putting out these other things in their interviews he wants to do. So I like know. his passion projects. But and they're like the ones I, I listen to it, last.
1: It doesn't make me want to drop the show, but it doesn't really make me want to listen to that episode.
0: It's so so He'll he'll ever brag about it, but he has like one of the coolest rosters of listeners ever. Like um yes he's got you and me listening oh yeah but there's uh, there was somebody else he said there too that was a daily listener and I was like oh shit that is, that is impressive
1: yes well he's very good and very funny I've listened to his comedy album many times <laughs> I haven't listened to the second
0: one yet I have it sitting there I just want to so badly I don't have any free time to experience any art besides the art I have to fucking write about or do things like pod gods about.
1: and it's on my top ten but I'm going to edit down his Dana hour appearance so it's just him yeah, uh, he was amazing, but we'll get into that. Yes, um, so I've got some contenders, which are more like group contenders because right. it was like all the episodes of TV Guidance Counselor, uh, all the Accidental Tech podcasts. Uh, so I'll just just call them all the great episodes from whenever we've last recorded, which I don't know, it seemed like a month ago. Um, Accidental Tech podcast and Reconcilable Differences twenty and twenty one. That's uh, what, Merlin and Syracusa, I think. Okay. Uh, so those were my also rants. All right. I got uh Rogan Experience
0: 772, Mark and Chris Bell from Bigger, Stronger, Faster, and the other movies they made. One of their brothers died of uh, overdose from prescription drugs. This one's called Prescription Thugs, they're promoting. They were really good. Uh, Race Wars, Mile High Loser, uh, where their guests talked about uh, jacking off in planes uh then there was my, my loser club rather than Fitzdog radio duncan trussell was amazing
1: but then how Dog, can you listen to Fitzdog?
0: he's I mean, been doing the sunday paper edition where he just reads the sunday paper and the microphone it's really rough i can't listen to that how did this get made 131 the covenant pretty good
1: again uh, don't see how you can listen to that because they're Horrible shows.
0: Uh, How does it get made? I've been on a hot streak. Uh, Sketchy 201 Spider-Man. I'm on it, uh, so I have to put it in my also rants. And Sketchy 202 X-Men. Fucking amazing episodes. Not because of me. Uh, Fat Man on Batman 116. Paul Dini. uh, He talks about the horrible street crime that fucked him up in his new comic graphic novel where he explores Batman uh, and the Joker via his own reaction to his horrible trauma.
1: Are they now gay lovers?
0: Uh no no it's it's like basically like Joker's telling him to get pissed off and and or stay in his house and everybody's a bad person and it's like an angel and devil on his shoulder apparently in this graphic novel then Batman's telling me to get out there and be a better person and gets over this and it's it's, it's a very interesting uh, way of him exploring this trauma but it's interesting he's like a little boy because he still talks about he's like yeah at the time I was trying to impress girls that were like out of my league and I was trying to be a different guy and it was the wrong place at the wrong time it's like oh dude you got rolled you got you got something happened here man that you don't even you probably don't even still understand what happened to you. And it's, it's it made me kind of sad for him. It's like, oh, he's not he's not an adult. Um and then uh, TV Guidance Counselor 126 Marshall Crenshaw, not good enough to make my top 10, but it was decent. Uh TV Guidance Counselor 129 Nick Lavallee. pretty decent as well. Uh but not my favorite. It's like, you know, it's the musician thing, it's kind of an issue. Uh on the house Ain't Nathan Ain't Nathan shaking about the bacon, that's Ray and Stromer. Um Then I also listen to, what else did I like? I think the rest, oh, the rest is going to be my top five, I guess.
1: I found out that if I listen to the uh, Dr. Drew Bob Forrest show in the presence of my wife, she's going to want to grab my jam box and throw it uh, through a wall. Ah, Linus Tech Tips. He said jam boxes have always been dog shit. They've never been good.
0: And I realized my jam box is, uh, it's very annoying.
1: Oh, mine are all wonderful. I would rescue it ahead of not all but some of my children. Oh,
0: so weird. If he says it's a bad Bluetooth device, what's the good one? If the jam box is a bad one, tell me what the good one is.
1: Um the popular ones are the anchor. Uh they've got one that's supposed to have like a twenty-four hour battery in it. I saw that. Um my problem with it is it only has, it's only a three button uh volume up volume down uh play. Mm-hmm. I like I need to have skip tracks. Because I need to be able to skip forward forty five minutes be- or forty five seconds because fucking podcast ads, wow. specifically podcast one, fucking podcast ads or uh, something I I
0: shows I hated. Uh, Harmontown one eighty seven, the four points of the triangle. Dan is Stone, and so is Rob Schrab.
1: Uh I'm not sure that's a show you should be listening to.
0: Uh, Nerdist Sally Field and Michael Showalter definitely
1: not a show you should be listening to.
0: It, I thought I was gonna like it because Sally Field I like her so much, but she was just kind of like I don't remember anything. I don't know why I did the Spider Man movies because like it was like oh fuck, it wasn't all right.
1: Because money, to... bitch, that's why you did
0: it. Well, everybody's just it's, everybody's a dick.
1: Um, so top five.
0: I have a top ten. You want me to go first? And well, you,
1: then you got ten through ten through six to list.
0: All right, uh, ten number ten, Joe seven five six God sad, uh, ap- decent uh, number nine after disaster three twenty five Stalin out like uh, Stalin like the horrible dictator with an extra L, an apostrophe uh, Anderson talking about his uh, Cold Cockle Productions logo and this guy who's insisting he changed it because he's personally offended, go fuck yourself uh, far out two sixty three and two sixty four Todd's having a
1: baby, so how many how many rounds was this? What do you mean? How many th- how many tens of thousands of dollars went into making this baby?
0: IVF. I don't know oh, if there was any. I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I. Uh, I don't think he talked about any IVF on the show. I'll have to go back and re-listen to it. But I, I don't remember hearing
1: him say anything about it. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. That's weird having a kid.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, Dune will probably soon have a kid as well. As all these people have kids, and it's like man. I, I thought that was in the cards for me. Maybe like I saw a possibility, but I don't think so. Unless they well, kind of have to be dating. I do. Mean, there's, there's a woman I could go and pregnant a couple of them right now. But then I'd be stuck in these relationships of people who don't really like each other because the ladies want to have a baby. And I don't. That doesn't sound good. i might attract to them. Uh, this life number 16, Stephanie wilder Taylor, and this life 18, Shelley Sprague, uh, pretty decent. Uh, TV got uh, One 16, uh, 16 with Stephanie. You got a different side. I think side that's of Stephanie. the
1: one that made my wife want to uh, commit jambox aside.
0: Gotcha. Uh, Stephanie gets a different side, and you get her crying out loud. It's really kind of fun. And then Shelley is Shelley. Because so she's not she- a cunt. How dare you? Uh, she follows me on Twitter now and uh, I'm a $5 supporter to Patreon. And then this life 18 Shelly comes off like Shelly where the other word he just used is probably more appropriate here because I always want like for whatever reason I response Shelly on celebrity rehab. It's like I wonder if she would be nice to me or if she would just be mean to me because I'm so hideous or something. And it's like I always think that she no, she'd mean be to me. mean
1: to you because you're mean to yourself.
0: I guess. I feel like she'd be mean to me. Uh, number six, TV guidance counselor, 139, Christine Lakin uh, from fucking uh, yeah, TJ. What the fuck is it called? Step by step.
1: Yeah. And I have no idea who she was.
0: She was uh, she was the boy one. The the one that had the boy's I name. I have no fucking idea. And that's, the and one thing that Ken,
1: that's the one thing I would say Ken doesn't do well is he'll mention someone by name, but he assumes that you know, you know incredibly everything. well who yeah. everyone on the show is. You should maybe describe the character yeah, a she, bit more. She like was the tomboy. You, you were the short tomboy with the, with the whatever hair who wore hats. overalls hat. in hats, yeah, exactly. And or whatever. I had um, a crush on her. And then she
0: short-lived on the Craig Kilborn uh, revival.
1: Because aside from the only one I knew on that show, aside from the parents, was um, Monica Kina. She's the only one I would know by name.
0: And I think Christine Lakin was dating or engaged to that Andy guy who was on Corolla early on. He was like some nerdy dude who went to school with Chris McGaha. And uh, it's like, wow, you fat, ugly nerd. You're banging fucking Christine Lakin. Okay.
1: Okay. So any, so what are you up to? I'm up to? That was my number six, so I have my number five. Okay. Well, my number five, uh, Eureka Podcast, 155, Lift and Wash, and 156, uh, Sergeant Toddler Slaughter. Uh, I really like the show. They're getting ready for Jeremy's wedding, I suppose. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah. Sorry, Craig's wedding, not Jeremy's wedding. Um, Yeah, always love the show. Oh, my
0: God. As so long we- as they don't
1: have a political podcaster on. Oh, man. So you're number five.
0: My number five is probably Science 199, Rick Rosner. Uh, he's the second smartest man in the world, or second highest IQ. So, the no, show
1: you stopped listening to?
0: I went back to it because uh, I love Rick Rosner, dumbass genius on Twitter. He's a really cool guy. Uh, really good episode. He talks about all that stuff. I, I, I just liked it. It's
1: really good. Okay. Um, my number four, Bonanza number 16. They call us the Beanbaggers. So, this is. The English guy who lives in Texas just got married. So, the English guy from England was there to go at the wedding. So, this was just them talking a bit about that after the fact. Um, Really like it. It's a very weird show. Um, It's like it's a passion project between the two of them. So, I just really like it. Find it funny. As are many of these podcasts.
0: Uh, my number four, TV Guidance Counselor 125, 127, and my favorite, 138 with Danny Boy from House of Pain. Even though he did The One Thing I Cannot Stand, which white rappers, white boys do it, white rap fans, he goes, Eminem is probably, the, he expects everything done, but he doesn't like his music. Which, I like Eminem's music enough, I don't listen to it, but he's good enough, He's I acknowledge what he does. But there's this weird thing about, among white dudes where they can't give up for Eminem because he's a white man. And all the kids I grew up with wouldn't listen to him because it's not real rap
1: because he's white. Well, then he's Russian, isn't he? Uh, who? Danny Boy? Wasn't Uh, he the Russian one?
0: uh, I don't know. He was the one that moved a bunch. He was the one that lived out. He's the one that loved Fast Times Ridgemont High. I always associate him as being Irish because he was in fucking House of Pain and they're such Irish guys.
1: Yeah, except I think one of them, well, yeah, one of them's a Muslim, one of them's Russian. Uh, he
0: was—he became thought. a Muslim, but I think he gave it up, or he's not really that anymore. I don't know. But yeah, he was really. Or maybe good. I'm mixing them
1: up. Danny with... Boy was an urban explorer. And so Here's he talks... something I'm mixing up House of Pain with Delight.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, he's an urban explorer, so he talks about going to all these locations for movies and things, and he's like a huge fan of like Valley Girl. And then I realized that I never got a chance to go to the facade, the out front building of Breakfast Club. The fake high school was like some building right down the street from my
1: house. But I didn't go there for the entire six years. I lived in Chicago. Okay. Uh, My number three, Top Scallops. Uh, Merlin Can't Do a Theme Podcast. Uh, I think that's what I've titled it. Merlin can't do a theme podcast. So there was ab- almost like. I a, did delete an,
0: Top Scalps. That's right. I deleted the show.
1: In an hour long podcast, they maybe talk about uh Top Chef for five minutes. Yeah. yeah it's it's uh, just interesting other talk. Maybe you could stick to fucking theme and then talk about shit. Probably a good idea. Kind of like we're doing here. We're at least talking a bit about podcasts. Trying. Uh, so you're number three.
0: How does this get made? 130 Teen Witch with June Diane Raphael's sister, who now follows me on Twitter, and she's a nice lady. It's a hilarious episode. They're fucking well-versed in Teen Witch. Paul Shearer's never seen it. Like, over top of that, oh, man, it's probably one of the best How This Gets Made's ever done.
1: Okay, my number two is Defocus number 86, Bad Movie Soup. Can't remember which one they're fucking talking about on that one. And then uh, 87, Hollywood Tortoise, uh, which they're talking Tork with Adam Lissagor.
0: I haven't listened to that one yet. Sitting in my feed. I have a couple. There's my feed. My number two Dad, is
1: Oh um, my God, I had to finally record Torque and watch it. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, that is a giant steaming pile of shit movie. Oh yeah. Uh, I follow the director on Twitter.
0: He's he's a interesting cat. Uh my my number two is Dana Gouldauer, Look Back in Langor.
1: Yeah, that well that would be my number one. Let's go over it uh so yeah look back in linger with ken reed and Greg. ken Koops. even made that this is the sound of my voice Undouchy.
0: that didn't it didn't come off douchey when he did it like everybody else i'm like oh i hate you so much but he did it in like a perfect way where he wasn't mocking it no tongue-in-cheek or maybe it was but i couldn't tell it was just this quick little this is we have to get this expunge everything out of the way and then we'll move on and it was, it was perfect
1: yeah and it's i find greg proop's a little hard to take 100% trying i can't and that stand he his iconic so, pothead he seems, like he seems so artificial in character
0: yes. he's the personality of resin on a uh, zigzag
1: and it's just at, it's just he and dana so much, he's just like talking about how comedy used to be.
0: I know it's it's old guys sucking each other's cock, uh, but you know what? He came off perfect on this. I've never liked uh, fucking proofs more than this episode. I love the talk they had, but Ken fucking crushed it. So, this is the first time they had equally strong. Well, Ken was stronger, but they had a good one. Well, and that a very great one.
1: first one they did where they edited two together and it accidentally worked. That one was, that was good. good too. That was good too. No, you're this right. This was, was good, the too. only other good one of yeah. that format.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's really strong. Ken was fucking, I I don't know how to say this, but, like, he this was one of his favorite podcasts, and he went on there perfectly. So, like, if you had, like, a chance to be on your favorite show and you didn't fuck up once.
1: Yes. Uh, which might be, like, if I'm maybe going to be on TV Guidance Counselor. If I get, my, get off my ass and actually scan the TV guide I want to do. All right. Uh, but and then he yeah. sent me a
0: bunch of TV guides actually from that from my I guess my sweet spot is he's determined it is based on my feedback of his show and they're all sealed in baggies and I forgot to give him my address and these TV guides showed up and I was like oh shit. Is there, like, going to be spiders in here or some shit? Gonna, like, I literally have to think about that shit because people have my address from fucking, you know, at the shelves, Love Line Crap. So I'm always worried, like, who's going to try to fucking kill me through the mail? And then I open it up. I'm like, what is this? And I was like, does Ken Reed get these too? Because it wasn't sent from Ken. It was sent from another address. And then I, as I'm texting, as I'm tweeting Ken direct message, I'm like, oh, man, I got these fucking TV guys in the mail from a weirdo. And I'm like, oh, they're probably from you.
1: <laughs> yes. And I'm not picking a TV guide from my sweet spot. I'm picking one. Well, I'm alive. But it's from a, it's it's earlier in my suite. So it's about ten years too early. Right. But it has Charlie's Angels on the cover. Yeah, it's a, a flawless like Dana Gould Charlie's hour. Angels.
0: The worst part was the uh, two guys from Boston because Dana was breaking his character over and over again just to get like weird politics out of his mouth.
1: Yeah, that I don't. That's usually strong. That was not a strong. And he
0: repeated a joke he told on Carol in this. So either he told it on this show first and it took too long to come out, or he told it on Carol the first and told it on here. So there was some danical repetition. I love the serial killer shit, uh, the deaths, all that weird stuff. That's always interesting. Uh, I love the Wonderland murders. It was really cool they got that. But I don't think Ken knows they have footage of the actual crime scene on the DVD for the movie Wonderland. So you can see how fucked up it really was. It's really disgusting. Um, and then uh, what else did they talk about that I thought was oh uh, the. Uh, fucking, what's her face? The porn star, um, Charlie Sheen and uh, Ginger, Ginger Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, she was on Love Life. They don't. He didn't get this part. The idea that Charlie Sheen was oh yeah, where they were gonna fake her death? Yeah, and then get her plastic surgery. So then uh, Martin Sheen wouldn't know it was the porn porn star. He was still fucking. <laughs> it's like now, now twenty years later, he has AIDS. It's like would yes. anybody really care? Your porn star to friend doesn't have AIDS. She even posted like, on Twitter, I think I talked about it here, after it was announced, she was, I love Charlie Sheen so much, but we haven't been together in 20 years. She basically made a post saying, I don't have AIDS.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I would have another uh, a shared number one, uh, Roderick on the line, 192, King of Tahiti. Yeah, it was decent. Um, yeah, so at least he's willing to admit what other podcasting addicts don't that maybe taking doctor prescribed cough medication is breaking your sobriety. Yeah. Well, he'll at least he's at least healthy enough to admit it. Uh what's his name? Marin. Uh Marin is not. The hey man, a doctor
0: gave it to me, man. Yeah, yes. are on the opposite by now. Make all some money. A president come to my house and I put lozenge in my mouth the whole time. I don't respect to Take it out. Yes,
1: because I'm addicted to nicotine, because I'm an addict.
0: <laughs> uh, my number one is ADS313, Jillian Bell, and Charlotte Newhouse from Idiot Sitter. Uh, crushed it, knocked it out of the park. Uh, Drew is like doing that thing he does where he's trying to like. Well, show let his me guess, Workaholics
1: shops. is just about to end, so when are they going to be on?
0: uh i'm, I'm sure i don't know probably soon i don't know but uh sh- fuck
1: and then they can bank it until after the after the season's over
0: <laughs> all right man uh they're a really good guest but drew kept doing that thing where he was trying to prove how good he is at improv and he's like see see and he was like it was like being like ultra masculine which i cannot stand and i was tied with acs 1777 anna Ferris. she finally gets on the show she comes in right at the beginning she's the entire show no other guests no other bullshit no breaks uh one of the most hilarious episodes i've ever done they talk about chris pratt their relationship Washington and then of course Brian's so in love with her so there's a couple times he gets caught trying where he's trying to insult Adam and then she's like you're mean but then later in the show she says uh can I steal him and then there's a part where she tells Adam of course Adam you're great I love you you're huge and then Brian the next day on the next show goes I played that a few times between now and last night's show I must admit and he's like are you serious were you jacking off to a clip from the show
1: yeah, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I think he's kidding. I'm, I'm assuming he's kidding, but it's just uh, the sidebar was really fun to write. Really great episode. You, sh- you sh- even worth coming back for this. If you like Anna Ferris, uh, she was real a charmer, and Brian got all of his little film vault stuff out. Like he loves Just Friends and Compton and all her stuff. It
1: couldn't have gone better. So does it mean Chris Pratt's going to be on?
0: Probably at some point. Adam's trying to you know Adam liked her a lot, had fun, but you know of course Mike August accompanied him over to the house to tape her podcast. And it's like, why is he there? Like, why does he need to be there? Just because there's food and you're around celebrities? Like, isn't yes. that a little? Isn't that disconcerting for he the people? He needs to
1: see if there's shoes to borrow.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, man! Do you, do you bring him and
1: toilet paper to steal? I be like, Because ah. n- no, nothing's quite as classy as someone whose entourage steals all the toilet paper or who sneaks into parties he's not invited to. It's just okay.
0: Yes. Well, according to him, I uh, post. I slag them on message boards.
1: No, so I, I don't post a message
0: board for five years and people still tell me I say bad things about the message boards. That's the exact same thing plaintiff one said to me. It was total lies. So it's funny how everybody uses that same bullshit. It's like you can't tell somebody what they're allowed to fucking say unless you pay them. Yes. If somebody works for you freelance, that doesn't mean you own them. Sorry.
1: Well, you're not working for them freelance. Freelance would be implied that they're paying you to well, work that, for that's them.
0: For, that's for the other stuff. I'm talking about for the other stuff.
1: Okay. But uh, yeah, they should just pay you. Because you need to value your, if you don't value yourself, no one else will 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 value you.
0: Or I'll just figure out how to braid a noose out of cassette tape.
1: <laughs> uh, so, that's uh, probably
0: it. I could probably About... get every strand of every tape I have and, like, make a thick-ass rope out of it. And, like, every single tape hung up. That
1: would me. be an awful lot of fucking braiding.
0: I know, but it, I feel like I have it in And me. it's,
1: it's going to be too grippy, so it's not going to slide well. It would not make a very good murder noose.
0: I'd, I'd have to use it over-the-door style.
1: No, well, well, it's going to bind on itself. Yes, yeah, it's so I'd not have gonna, to lean forward. Not, I don't think it's going to work. All right. Well, I'll be the judge.
0: <laughs> Any right. other
1: podcasting shit you can think of?
0: Nope. I'm all caught up on blogs. I got uh, today's blog I got to finish, so I have an hour and a half until I have to start work on my day off at the Dildo Factory. I'm going to bang out uh, most of the blog. I have 10 minutes done. I think it's an hour and 54. So I think I'll get everything done in about four minutes. Then on my first break, I'll polish it up, edit it, post all the stuff I have to post. And then by the time I'm about... Then a classic on love
1: line where after about five minutes it's just you screaming cunt, 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 cunt. <laughs>
0: I had to do those last night at my lunch break. It was horrible. Uh, Why are got... you
1: doing that? What, they're, they're not paying you. It all Why came back. So Why I
0: got it all back and now it's Who like, no, going to walk away. They're not paying you. I, I don't have that in me, dude. I can't explain this to you. Like, you're a human being. Tell them me, it's I'm for not.
1: their own protection. If they don't pay you, then, you maybe, know... Maybe your own mother's throwing a, a knife in your back. There's a claim you can make on the copyright...
0: I already, I already implied that. That's why I, I sent so my email. I said, well, are you going to be selling this with my voice? Because is that legal? I was like, what, what's the best move here? I wasn't threatening them. I was like, what should I do? Are, is this what your plan is? Like, I don't understand. I, I think if your own mother is throwing a knife in your back repeatedly, uh, you, you lose that self-esteem. But then also, all right, and right now I'm going to record this. Uh, I pulling my mic back in. I want to thank the Dillinger brothers for sending me out a care package of uh, candy bars, chips, uh, dog treats with garlic in them, which uh, I think I still may feed Mac occasionally because he'd probably handle it, but it's weird they put garlic in dog treats. And then they got me a bunch of ramen, but of course it's the fishiest ramen. It has like fish I've never even heard of, like slime fish or some weird shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, but the, I'm pretty much going to use 99% of it and give the rest to a food bank, uh, just the ramen. So it was really cool of them to send, And when uh, I didn't have any food for a few days. I was, I was enjoying the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups in little bags of Lay's. It was pretty nice. So thanks, thanks, Dillinger Brothers. And this is my true ending to Pod Gods. Bye everybody. Bye, Lex. Uh,
1: so I don't think there's anything else. So don't forget we are a listener supported show. You can reach us at Podgods, podgods gmail.com and on Facebook, and that's Pod Gods with a Z. You can also help fund this show or Geo in general at patreoncom Giovanni. And don't forget to hit up those affiliate links. It's time to put the Crown Royal Sack back on the microphone. Yeah, Show about podcasts. podcast coming up in your mindset.